PWO, 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 PWO. And welcome to PWO. I am your host for the night, Hi. Ben from Colorado. With me, whoop, let me fix that. <laughs> with me on Zoom, I have D White. That's a Dino old school to you and your friends. And we all love him. Some people hate not his all, opinions. I was like, Jeff no, Hall. not all of us love him. <laughs> <laughs> the man of the hour, the man of the power, too sweet to be sour. so uh we are continuing aew's tag team appreciation week uh today uh so i guess with that being said should we start aew this week uh yeah sure okay uh well let's uh, well let's we can start off with that but um one of the big things that came out today was that nxt's ratings are like in the toilet um this was they actually fell out of the top like 65 they fell out of the top 50 yeah of shows so that's a that's it's not good um so uh i feel bad because that they had a nice old school angle we'll talk about later with a fireball and such <laughs> uh props to my old my favorite hot stuff eddie gilbert he used to like do that too yeah, yeah. Uh, oh hot stuff yeah uh i was talking about that with matt earlier today uh we kind of also i noticed uh AEW had a pretty significant drop off from their uh, viewership last week. Uh, they were right under 800, but last week they were at what, like 950? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a pretty significant drop off. Uh, we kind of determined it to sports being back, uh, Joe Biden announcing his uh, vice presidential uh, candidate, mm. uh, and there was something else that I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, that happened like late in the afternoon too, so it was like still going on. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. it was uh, a lot, talking a lot of things happening. Yeah, we were also kind of putting that up there with uh, Trump taking away some funds from like the USPS or something like that. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yes, y'all. I, I don't know about. It. I don't think the average person was paying attention to that. But yeah, you know, I, I had no no idea. Yeah. Uh, so let's get on with some AEW. Let's do it. Uh, we had the Young Bucks defeating uh, Dark Orders, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson. You, uh, you forgot to mention it was Tag Team Appreciation I mentioned night. that at the top of the, uh, well, the hour. Well, but it, it was Tag Team Appreciation Night um, brought to you by FTR, because remember oh, that was yes. in their contract yes. that we had that. Yes. Um, so uh, I was expecting that. I thought the opening match was good. Um those guys are working yeah. better and better together. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I thought I thought Dark Order was going over. I just yeah. that was just me. But. Uh, from what I saw of this match, and I uh, kind of just saw some quick highlights. Uh, I did actually didn't mind any of the spots from it. Well, it was, I didn't. I, you know, it was funny. I actually watched. Has anybody been watching Impact uh, in sixty? The the show they got that's coming on after uh, after Impact, where they show old matches. And they and they showed a machine, Motor City Machine Guns against uh, Generation Me uh, the other night, and so I had just watched that match, but now watch this match. So I see a couple of young bucks matches from a few years ago, and, um, and they still, I mean, those guys are still, they still, they work so great as a team, fast, fast pace. And look, I mean, the Dark Order, I mean, Uno and Grayson can keep up with them, and they did. Uh, I thought it was a good match. Um, uh, a lot. It, it was your typical young buck match to, for me. Um, it wasn't mm-hmm. a not my cup of tea, but it wasn't a bad match at all. Um, uh, it was more this match for whatever reason was more um, more your PWG style, if you will. You know what I mean? Right. With a couple yeah. things they were doing. Um, you know who I didn't like? Well, it's not that I didn't like, but like I've known him forever as you know the Smash Brothers. But um, Uno's um, his his care his in ring character because he's obviously not the most athletic guy but you don't have to be his Mm in-ring persona and charisma is really good um Mm -hmm. and uh, i mean i I, i'm not body shaming like you know what i'm saying but like maybe maybe if he had a mask off you know which that's his gimmick so i know it's not gonna be off but you know it just sucks because it looks like he could probably give you a lot more 
you know what yeah. I mean? With without, we you know if he didn't have his mask, if on, we could you see know, his facial, mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some facial expressions. Yeah, his his. You know, he kind of has that like old school. Well, not old school, but that your your ring general Chris Daniels kind of vibe a little bit, Dwight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and you know what I was noticing too, having watching those two matches, like, and I get it with Cornetta why he doesn't like the Young Bucks because I. When Matt Jackson sells, he makes the same face no matter what just happened. He makes the same face if he got a body slam. He makes the same face if he just did triple flips off the off top rope. It's that same face that that he made for like two years with the back brace, you know. Yeah. And it's, yeah, or if you crack him over the head and his head splits in half, he'll make the same face. Yeah, same <laughs> face. And it's like, and I, and I and I noticed that I, it didn't help me from enjoying the match. It was a good match. Yeah. I can't complain. And and he also when he fires up works like Hogan. <laughs> Not works like Hogan, but but he, you know, you can you can shoot him and he'll run right through it, Jack. Yep, and I know this is sacrilegious to say on the uh, tag team appreciation night, but I really like to see Nick Jackson, man, in in some singles matches because I think that guy can work. Oh yeah, he's the worker of the two. Yes. Uh, so after we had that match, uh, we have an MJF promo again in the ring. Uh, Moxley's music hits. Uh, he orders all of his security to like make sure Mox doesn't get into the ring, uh, assuming he's going to come in from the uh, the entrance ramp, and he come or no, come in through the crowd, and then he comes in actually through the entrance ramp for the first time ever and attacks Moxley or uh, MJF in the ring. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, it was good. I it's not that I didn't like it. MJF is weird because he's an old school heel, but what, what, what do you think, Dwight? I, I, he's not like chicken shit. You know what I mean? Like he he is, but he isn't. So I don't know. Right. I just him getting I beaten wouldn't. up was fine. Like it it, 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 it wasn't terrible. Like I, I understand it, yeah. you know. But yeah, I think was, sometimes he, he gets stuck in between because he's not your you know regular you know like oh wow well, just hightail it out of here. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not. Right, I'm gonna cut a promo, ditch the ring, so you can can't touch me. He's, you know, yeah. Well, and, and he's also like, um, he's a bit Shawn Michaels-ish in that way, like heel Shawn Michaels, but he's he's not as chicken shit as, as Shawn Michaels. He's, he's No, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He should but, be he should be dipping out like, hey, mf like, you can't touch me. Not like hit him a right. couple times and he's bumping, like Michaels, he's bumping around and running for the hills. No, I, I right. don't, that's not MJF, or if you ask right. me at least. Well, and it, I, I'm going to tell you one of the coolest parts on, and the promo, this promo wasn't as good as the one he did was a couple weeks ago or the state of wrestling or whatever. The, really uh, yeah. The two weeks, two weeks. It was good. It was so good. And I liked the little interplay where he's got with that girl that's beside him. And I love that you see the chart where it was like, he's up 500% and yeah. Moxley yeah. down 5,000%, some <laughs> crap like that. All of us made up, <laughs> but it was good. But, and I love the angle where he laid on the ground and they did the overhead camera. Oh yeah. That, yeah. That, that was great. I'm uh, uh, I'm starting to think because um, they they keep putting this in here the what's what's the black guy's name Wes or Sean or something I don't know his name but they they keep they keep putting it in there where he keeps you know messing with him messing with him messing with him I'm like thinking like man like is he gonna cost him the match or like you know what I'm saying is, I I feel like they're doing that maybe I may be looking into it giving the AEW too much credit but or no I guess I'm not because MJF's doing it I, um, maybe that's right. gonna come back to haunt him I don't know yeah uh, so after this we get a Matt Hardy interview. Uh, mm-hmm. Saying he'll be back August twenty second to defeat Sammy Guevara. Yeah, that was good, and and that was pretty rough. And they, should, you know, if you saw being the elite this week, they kind of closed in on that gash that he got on his forehead. That was pretty. Yeah, I think it required like twelve or so stitches, something like that. Yeah, nine stitches. He said. Yeah, but well, it was it was rough. It was that's a pretty decent shot, hard way. That's gonna leave a scar. Oh yeah. Oh well, and too, and what people don't understand is like, oh well, it's just an accident. Well, yeah, but man, another inch, uh, half an inch, I think would have hit him in the damn eye. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Like, listen, I know yeah. it's obviously Sammy didn't do it on purpose, but woof. Yeah, it's yeah. like this, Sean. But if you go back to it, I mean, this is an AEW thing. We had Sean Spears, and he whacked Cody pretty good with the chair, and we got another chair headshot that's that's injured somebody. So they'll take some crap for it, like they always do. But um, they're playing it well. I think it plays into the sort of um, the character that Matt was con- trying to sort of go back to just be Matt Hardy. I don't think that's possible. And I think so this is kind of the way uh, to bow out of that. So Matt just shared something in the comments. Uh, apparently MJF has started a petition on change.org to get the paradigm shift banned. 
Oh, of course, of course he has. <laughs> that's good though. I love it. Yeah, he's love playing it. up that heel. Yeah. Uh, no, no. See, but see, that's what I'm talking about. Like smart ass heel. Yeah. Not chicken yes. Shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I like. Yeah. Uh. So after Matt Hardy's interview, uh, we have Cody defending against Scorpio Sky and Cody winning yet again. Uh, this is Mike Chioda's official AEW debut. Uh, and after the match, Cody is immediately challenged by Brody Lee next week. Or is it next Saturday? That's next Saturday, 6.05, baby, just like the old days. Yep. Um, I uh, Tell me if I'm wrong here, Dwight. Uh, I love Cody, but I, I don't think I understood. I mean, maybe they with, with him coming out with everybody, maybe they tried to give it like a big fight feel. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they kind of booked it that way. But I, I just don't like the way – if Cody's going over, he's going over. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I, I'd argue that if they were just going to do that and have it roll right into that birdie angle, then he could have wrestled anybody there. Yeah. I don't think I would have burnt – I would have burned that Scorpio Sky mm-hmm. Bridge right there. I don't. But for him but... – yeah, yeah, for him – I mean, I'm not saying he should have went over clean, but, like, man, like – I don't know. The ending looked weird because it was like two, like back to back. So like, like they almost messed. I mean, they didn't mess anything up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, again, I guess, I guess you could say, oh well, he had two. He, you know, it took two crossroads. I don't know. I just didn't like the way it looked. And yeah. uh, I don't but know. he I mean, did I mean, pop was, out of the first work. crossroads. Mm-hmm. No, 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 he did. So I guess if if you're if they're trying to say, um, you know, it took two crossroads to put Scorpio Sky down, that's fine. I just didn't like. I just didn't like yeah. the way it looked, you know, the way it looked. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed kind of a waste. Yeah. 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 But anyway, I mean, I like, I still think, um, you know, Scorpio's got a singles run in him. So, uh, we all, we're absolutely. all hoping for it. Well, uh, you saw Kazarian sitting over by himself too. That was kind of part. Oh, of the, also you know? this, uh, episode had, uh, I don't want to use the term fans because it was a select few non AEW related people were in the right. stands. Yes, yeah. I, I I figured like friends and family or, you know, c- close friends. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's uh I saw somebody post online like, yeah, we're here, we all had to be tested and all this stuff. And they all are like it's all very much a hey, yeah, we got invited, but we're not fans. We are close we're close with the talent. Yeah, I, I mean, if 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 they're tested, then get yeah. off their back. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, and and I, you know what? That's and I and I heard if you've heard you know, Jericho's podcast, um, you know, from all the talk he was talking about having a show. I mean, honestly, it's like okay, no one was forced to come to that show. Yeah. Everybody that came bought a ticket. Everybody assumed the risk, knew what's up, and it's like you know, it's 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 just that's what I'm saying. It's like okay. Yeah. If people feel like the risk is worth it or whatever, or if they if they trust the precautions that are being taken, okay, let's roll with it. But this whole thing, it's like, you know, there's this there's this gotcha thing that's happening now, and mm-hmm. and it's like people are out there cheering for something bad to happen so they yeah. can be right. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Yeah. Again, not, would I go to a concert? No. <laughs> but people right. have the right to do what they want. Yeah. You know, if someone wants to go, let them go. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, they can't be stopped, you know, like, should they be wearing masks? Up? I mean, a perfect road. Yeah, sure. But at the end of the day, you just mm-hmm. to do or not do what you like. Yeah. Uh, so let's continue. After uh, Cody winning, we have the AEW World Tag Team champion uh, champions of Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega going over Jurassic World with all of our favorite wrestler Marco Stunt at ringside. No, and they're Jurassic Express Ben. You yes, gotta, we got to get this right. Yes, Jurassic we don't Express. Any, we don't want any copyright infringement going on on PWO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I mean, I mean, Jurassic World may be the maybe a, a good joke, but you know they are Jurassic Express. Um. So, uh, I I don't know. I'm just maybe it's just because the the roster is still kind of thin in COVID. But I, I mean, I'm just tired of seeing Jungle Boy is a star, and we all know this. You said this mm-hmm. a thousand times. Luchasaurus is super green, and mm-hmm. I'm tired of Marco Stunt. Uh, I I don't know. Uh, again, we see more Marco Stunt, so I got to watch Marco Stunt on my TV for longer. And then, then, then I see Lance Archer later, which I've always, you know, I'm pro Lance Archer. And then they give him this weird spot, like, well, I know what we'll do. He'll beat people up in the locker room, and then yeah. Jake the Snake will have Sharpie on his back that says "Everybody Dies." Well, I'm yeah. glad he. I'm glad he got that 30 seconds of that. Yeah, here's Marco's stunt standing at ringside, getting in Kenny Omega's face and being used as a yeah. projection or projectile. And 
Then we get right. 30 seconds of Lance Archer, who should be, you know, being built up as an actual, like, monster. Or, or doing more than beating up rando heels and everybody dies uh, drawn in the back of, yeah. you know, I, I, I don't it's know. It's the same thing for me with Brody Lee. Why are we seeing more of Marco Stunt than Brody Lee? Well, and, and, you know, let me, if I can compare it as, as the old school person that I am and the person I would usually compare uh, Marco to is Spike Dudley, you know? And I think if you remember back in the ECW, like Spike Dudley was like, it was always like, what are you doing here? Like, that was the thing. It's like, why are you out here? You got no business being here. And, you know, he's just, I'm, you know, he's going to the ring and I'm going to be here and whatever like that. They don't play it like that with Marco. They play it like, no, no, no. He's one of the wrestlers. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Spike Dudley was tough as nails and, and could do some things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Marco yeah. stunts just like, you know, well, why is everybody getting on him? Like you said, he's a regular wrestler. Oh, uh, he's not though. Right. And I, I, don't, and I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not emotional as you guys as get about him. Um, but cause I do see a little bit of that Spike Dudley possibility they're just not using them that way which i wish they would i will say this i loved the uh, luchasaurus calling out uh he's like hey mom it only took 65 million years to get a title shot yeah <laughs> that was pretty cool <laughs> his mom is uh, probably dead um th- this uh dwight tell me what you think this omega and and um hangman like turn um i just feel like it, is it too late like I, I I don't know I mean I mean I I feel like it's the worst kept kept secret ever and like we all know what's coming and it's fine I just feel like they're just and through COVID happened don't get me wrong so I probably threw a wrench and everything I mean I just feel like it's they're just dragging it and dragging it and dragging it and I guess you know maybe later on in the show we may have an answer but I don't mm-hmm. know yep uh and then so after this match we get finally tag team appreciation week uh coming to its big spot we have the young bucks ftr rock and roll express arn anderson and tully all in the ring at one time uh, yep. i'm just gonna read what a wrestling news source has on it real quick uh, ftr and bucks put over uh the legendary teams uh before the express but the bucks uh but before the express calls the bucks greatest team ever well anderson says ftr is the best team ever Blanchard then says that the only thing that makes the team the best is having the titles, uh, which neither FTR or the Bucks have. He then turns to Anderson and reminds him of what happened at All Out last year, which brings out Sean Spears. Anderson leaves the ring, and Blanchard turns his attention back to Ricky Morton, Morton, who punches Blanchard before an All Out brawl breaks out. Dax Harwood goes down due to his knee after Cash Wheeler checks on him. The two attack the Express from behind. They then hit Morton with a spike pile driver, revealing that Harwood isn't really injured. Right. So in other words, you got two old school tag teams in there and they gave you a lesson on how to do this. First of all, they gave gave you a lesson on continuity because they're like, oh, they're not, because Blanchard and and, and, uh, Anderson aren't out there as best buddies, right? And, you know, they, they didn't forget that something happened between them, right? And they brought it back up and we did, you know, and they got... Of course, because we remember that it happened. This is like a lesson for stuff that they don't do. They pretend stuff that happened a month ago didn't happen, right? Yeah. And and then the classic heel turn of faking the injury that was so good. And then, hello, how old is Ricky Morton taking a spike pile driver? That man should not be taking a spike pile driver. <laughs> but, no, but but he can. That's the thing. Right. He can still go. Okay. One. Um, ben Ricky Morton can do whatever the hell he wants. He's Ricky Morton. Okay. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, I, I I agree with you, Dwight. Um, this was great. This is continuity. And another thing too is uh, leave it to two old school tag teams who, like you just said, also show you like, hey, like we don't like we didn't like each other 35, 40 years ago, and we still don't like each other now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, hey, <laughs> right. Fabe, and everything else, and you can call it what you want. Like, you know, I'm. It's like again, it's refreshing to see yeah. people that in, in re- now with this this new this modern style wrestling in the past ten years, like, um, you know, they don't necessarily care about the match they want to beat up the other person and it's right. it's great and i assume that's what we're gonna i hope we get that with the bucks but we're good we're always gonna get that with ftr you know what i mean yeah. so yeah it, it was absolutely great and ricky morton again is as um a piece of wrestling hi- history right. that's walking this world in a national treasure and ftr i will never pay i will never 
you know, root for you again with you putting your hands on Ricky Morton. Uh, Ricky uh, Morton is 63. Yeah, and and taking and taking uh, pile drivers, yeah. but and and doing Canadian destroyers on NWA not just a few <laughs> months ago. But hey, let, but you know, here's the thing. Um, they also had you know some spots where they had like private party and some of the other tag teams talking about who their favorite tag teams were. Yeah, those spots went well too. I thought I love the one with Hangman Page where he was like, "Are we the greatest tag team?" When he goes, "We're just two single singles guys," <laughs> which was hilarious. That's what we've been saying yeah. for how long, and, Jeff? And oh, I, I've been with you, Ben. Yeah, hundred percent true. And then private party talking about the Hardys, which was you know that was kind of cool. Um, I think this was a good segment. We, we knew that yeah. they that they weren't going to be best friends. Come on, we knew the Bucks and FTR were not going to be best buddies. So here we go. We're getting ready for yep. it. So I'm re- I'm yep. ready for yep. it. So we then have a backstage segment. Mike Chioda is getting interviewed. Jericho comes in and just tells him do the right thing. Chioda just responds with he's going to be calling the match down the middle. Uh, then we have uh, Hikaru Shida defeating Heather Monroe in a non-title match. Uh, and then we have Orange Cassidy defeating Chris Jericho. Uh, the okay so, ending oh, to this match was kind of rough for me. Okay, so uh, the with Jericho and the Mike Kyoto thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, shocker, I didn't like that, but I mean, I, I guess you know what I'm saying like yeah. sure for for continuity's sake, I guess. Um. The Sheeta thing, I mean, they literally have nobody for her to wrestle right now. Yeah. So you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't there. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not an Orange Cassidy guy. Um, he won, but, you know, I, I guess, you know, I, I don't know. I guess all the marks are happy. Yeah. Um, the ending, he does use that mousetrap pin, but Jericho didn't – Jericho didn't – they botched it like yes. you know what i'm saying or, right. or, or jericho botched it that's not how it's yeah. necessarily supposed to go because i think he used that to beat um warhorse for the mm-hmm. like indie pro champ or something like that but but yeah like so i don't know again i don't i still don't get why these two are wrestling yeah. um and, and like i said in the thing uh um tell me what you think dwight mm-hmm. uh jericho's gone like i said from like an awesome asshole heel to like a comedian yes right or why is he still wearing his stained jacket to the ring and 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 don't get me wrong i said this before AEW even started um chris jericho is a legend um 99.9 percent of the stuff he does is gold but everything he does isn't great and i think he's teaching that i mean he's using you know hey jericho come to AEW, and this can be a personal playground and i think that's Mm -hmm. that's what we're seeing yeah. Well, I mean, even but I mean, he's he's always had that comedy angle to him. I mean, going back to to WCW. I mean, this yeah. isn't something new. No. But no, I will no, no. say, on this match though, I, I, this is one of those things that I, you can't help but wonder that um, it, if we had crowds, if we had legit like cr- fan feedback in the crowd, you know, not mm-hmm. just friends of friends who were cheering the the, the baby faces and booing the heels like they're supposed to. Um, but if we had legit fans, would this thing, would the Orange Cassidy thing have already run its course? And I'm thinking probably it would have. Like, yeah, he was over as heck in the crowd. And and he put on some great, that match with Pac was really good. And then, and, he, and it was going well. And now it's almost like it's past its sell-by date for me. But um, I mean, I like him, but uh, it's like, all right, we get it. Now what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree with you 100%. And I also think that people get confused, the newer wrestling community. Um, there's different types of over. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's mm-hmm. over, like, you know, hey, we want this guy to be heavyweight champion. There's over as in, like, this is our guy. He can lose a million times, but he's our guy. And then there's over as in, this guy's just over. You know, he's not necessarily good. Well, I'm not saying he's not a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. But there's over as in, like, gimmick over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're just going to pop form. So, you know, there's different mm-hmm. levels of over. Yeah. R- right. And his is a gimmick. It's a, the gimmick is over yeah. because he's because he doesn't talk on the mic. So you, he can't cut a promo that you are glued to the TV like MJF. He's a great worker. I mean, he's a good worker, a decent worker, but he's not he's not Pac. He's that one of these guys. No. that's just going to. Well, he's not even really hangman page. He's And so I think oh, no. I think in this in in the sense, it's like, OK, Maybe this is about as far as this is going to go. So I don't know why he went over. That's just my, that's yeah. just me. Yeah. So I mean, just, that's, they're yeah. just milking it for as long as they can. Yeah. Well, and I, oh, go, go, go. Yeah. No, my, 
one of my issues with this, and again, I totally agree with both what both of you guys are saying. It feels almost as if as Orange Cassie is being brought up by the level of people he's facing, Jericho is also being brought down by facing Orange Cassidy. Um, I don't know that I agree with that because I don't think you really can bring him down. Yeah. I think Jericho's Jericho. And oh, he, no, he, I totally agree with you, but it feels like while you're trying to elevate Cassidy, it feels like Jericho's kind of taking like three steps down, willing or yeah. not. Yeah. You're just making Jericho. Uh, uh, he did so much good work on the initial heel side. Like, I'm better than you. Well, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not better than you, but like, hey, I'm better than everybody else. I'm Chris Jericho. Yeah, and mm-hmm. now it's not that he's not better, but I don't know. He's almost just kind of moved like I, I, laterally. Like I, 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 yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you, Ben, a little bit. I mean, I don't yeah. think you can make him look bad per se. Yeah, but I'm not saying Chris know. Jericho, the whole package, no, is he, I mean, being taken away from. Yeah, people are going to watch Chris Jericho because people are going to watch Chris Jericho. Yeah, he's fine because he's Chris Jericho. I, I like I said, I think just that like that heart that like real heat that he had is just gone yeah i don't know and maybe that's just because fans aren't in and that's, in the arena. that's fair so but yeah. all right uh, another thing i kind of wanted to bring up with this match is both the best friends and the inner circle interfered right in a very loose term it's basically pride and powerful met best friends at the top and then hager ran in and hit cassidy why did Mike Chioda leave the ring when... Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. It was the same thing we had with Bailey and Asuka a couple weeks ago when they're like, why are you getting disqualified for people that aren't even in the match that are fighting? Who cares? Yeah, why are you paying attention to where the match isn't? <laughs> right. This, this, this is what I say all the time, and then Matt and Ryan tell me referee discretion. Again, I, I didn't know that referee discretion trumped the rules of the actual company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, you're right. You're right. And as much as Mike Kyoto is is a professional, like there was another spot somewhere too where somebody threw some and and a war. It was, actually it was uh, Rick Knox in that match. So somebody threw somebody out the ring, and like they went to run outside the ring, and he's like, "Oh no, uh, you let him get in." Well, where, where do we do that in AEW? You know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. I guess. I don't know. But, but Jeff, since neither Ryan nor Matt are here, referee's discretion. Yeah, it's the cover all answer. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move on to NXT. Uh, Let's do it. There's a few decent points I want to hit on. There's only one major point from NXT, and it's the first thing. Uh, Karrion Cross beats Danny Burch. Shocker there. Danny Burch was in the ring longer uh, with Karrion Cross than Tommaso Ciampa was. Mm. Wow. How good. Yeah. Uh, and then Keith Lee comes out with a contract, uh, says, I've signed this. Regal has signed it. All that you need to do is sign it. Throws it down. Scarlet grabs it. Karrion looks at it. I don't think Karrion Cross knows how to hold a pen because he hold. From what I saw, it looked like he was holding it with his fist, like a kindergartner's like drawing a picture. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then it throw throws it back in the ring, and then Fireball comes out of the contract and apparently burned Keith Lee's face. Yep. Yeah. But it sort of burned his face it, and sort of didn't do anything to his face if you looked at it it like singed mm. like three hairs on his eyebrows well that, that spot's not bad if they once the fireball opens up and burns him they need to put something on his face immediately and you right. don't see it you don't, you see don't it show us his face again Right. Yeah, you don't show him in the backstage frying his face up and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. we can see somebody's eye poking through their, through their thing, but we can't see, you know, they just should have put a, and it's a wet towel, not a warm, not a dry towel. They right. should have just put a towel over his face and ran him to the back and it would have been somewhat acceptable. Yeah. See, right. instead of hiring those soap opera writers, they should have got yeah. Kevin, Kevin Sullivan to come tell him how to do the <laughs> fireball, man, because he knows how to do those fireballs. Oh, well, uh, Jerry Lawler, too. Oh, yeah, Jerry, Jerry King Lawler. All those, those guys know how to do fireballs, man. Uh, people are saying Cross and Scarlet are fire mages or warlocks or sorcerers. Okay, I mean, I'm not it's, even a com- I'm not commenting. Yeah, it, yeah. was, it was rough to watch. Uh, 
Let's just mm-hmm. go through the rest of this. Although, let me just say, it, it was rough to watch, but from an old school perspective, I like the clipboard with the fireball in it. I yeah. loved it. I'm sorry. Yeah. That, I've never seen that before. I liked it. And so I'm sorry. I, I, you know, wouldn't it be cool that if Eric Rowan had oh, took the cover off his cage and a giant fireball came out, that would have <laughs> been cool too. No, but, no, you're right. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we get Killian Dane versus Drake Maverick. Uh, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Uh, Santos Escobar beats Tyler Breeze. Uh, Fandango comes back out and gets beat up with everybody. Uh, he stomped on a mop head and took the mop head off of the mop <laughs> handle. Right. Right. If you want to know why NXT fell out in, of, of the top 50 shows, is this kind of stuff. I mean, we're, we're going from... And we'll talk about it later on because, you know, the, the, the Adam Cole promo stuff like that's why we watch NXT. Yeah. That was the yeah. stuff we watch NXT for. Yeah. And then, but it's like they, they're, they're doing, they're, they're just so trying so hard. Well, well, okay, go, 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 Dwight. Oh, they're just trying, they're trying so hard and are, it's just falling flat, man. Some of these guys are falling flat. They, it's, it's not what it was. Yeah, yeah, and I and I can tell you from experience, just being like you know, like coaching football, it's competition does strange things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And when you have a little bit of competition, I think that WWE is doing things. I mean, they're always doing hokey stuff. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but they're doing stuff that they you know wouldn't necessarily do, especially on NXT. And now NXT has become a shell of itself, which we we all knew it would be. Yeah. Um, but also with with that going, with that said, like it really, if again, WWE is heads above everybody else, you know, minus New Japan in the wrestling department, but they have just as good wrestlers. So if they really wanted to be the best, they would, but it's that last word. It's that entertainment that they, that they, you know, are, are stuck on. Yeah. Instead, uh, instead, instead they bury uh, Kushida. Yeah. Uh, something else <laughs> I wanted to mention, uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick ended in a no contest after undisputed era took to the ring and they shouted at Pat McAfee for a minute. Right. Uh, <sighs> So moving on. Which, uh, well, man, that's just a waste of a good promo. It's like, I mean, Adam Cole is gold, and he's cutting a promo on a on a guy from a, one of the sports channels. I mean, it's like it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. waste. Uh, Mia Yim beats Indy Hartwell. Mia Yim suffers from Luchasaurus syndrome, where okay. it feels like she is moving in slow motion. She's a dinosaur? <laughs> 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 it just feels like she has slowed down her pace significantly since her loss uh, for the uh, NXT women's title. Which is which is weird because I've seen her like a ton of times live, and she's great. She's yeah, and hot, I, like she's hard, like she's tough as nails for a woman. Yeah, no disrespect. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- for sure, and if you, especially in the stuff she did back when she was in TNA. Um, yeah, she, I mean, she's she's top notch. I I don't know if it has it's a if it's a thing of who she's with, because a lot of those, um, you know, when they moved all Bianca and Shayna and all the, when they all that group moved up, some of those girls that were left were green, super green. Yeah. And so and they and it shows like when you see um, Aaliyah in there with Mercedes Martinez, I mean, it is the the, the contrast is so striking. <laughs> Yeah, and then the Mia Yim, I told you, has been stuck with the, like, well, she'll do, because, well, I'm not saying only because, but like I said, since she's tough as nails and she's done a lot of stuff in CZW, that she's been the, like, the body that they just throw her off the ladder and throw here and throw into this table, and, you know, she's just like a damn bump machine Yeah, right. for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, people are wanting me to read off my dad's comment because we've been saying this now for four months. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what the hell, WWE? Just a repeat every week. Like, they only have the same four women wrestle every Monday night. He's not wrong. <laughs> he's, he's not. not he's, he's not wrong at all. <laughs> you know. You all no, thought it was no. going to be a different comment. No, no. <laughs> well, I, was, well, I was like, Char- Charlotte's been off TV, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Then we got a tweet by Pat McAfee saying he's going to be at NXT some- next week. Oh, of course he is. He's got to punt somebody. Yeah. We got to set up for thirty. Uh, need a pu- uh, you know what I hope? I hope Randy Orton comes and punts him. That's what I hope. But that's not uh, gonna happen. But you know, it, it, 
Dwight is not going to happen. Uh, aren't you so ready for Pat McAfee to punt um, uh, to punt Adam Cole, and then they'll name it like the you know like the fourth and long or something like that, or uh, you know a core coffin kick, or you, it's it's coming, it's coming so right. fast. Yeah, I'm, I I just I just need I just know that um, it just reminds me a lot of the other when you get celebrities involved and you can do it well, or you can do it poorly. And, you know, I, I, it just, this reminds me a lot of like Jay Leno putting, uh, you know, putting Hulk Hogan in an arm ringer and Hulk, Hogan selling it. It's like Adam Cole should be looking at him and go, you don't belong here. Yeah. The end. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not working, not, not working as a face against Pat McAfee. Who's the heel. <laughs> right. Right. I don't get it. I'm sorry. I get the cross promotion. I get that they got Fox and they've got some, yeah. you know, contractual obligations to do and triple H is working deals or whatever like that. And then it's all part of the work. I get it, but I don't like it. Yep. Yeah. And I like my, uh, our, our old friend, uh, uh, Mike, Mike D in the comments saying that he's ready for him to punt Adam Cole to AEW, and I'm not against that. But. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we get Bronson Reed defeating Damian Priest. Uh, it's kind of what you expect out of these two. Uh, yeah, I I think both of these guys have been great over oh, yeah. the past um, a month, or I mean, probably even longer than that. But Damian Priest, um, it's cool, man, seeing him. Yeah. You know, come from not come from Ring of Honor, but you know, be a Ring of Honor guy oh, yeah. who was just kind of big, and not that he was out of shape, but you know that indie. You know what I'm saying? And now mm-hmm. he's like, he just looks amazing. Yeah. And I never would have thought it because I just hated him so much on the indies. Um, but he's really great. He can talk. He looks the part. And Bronson Reed is just as good. I think Bronson Reed is like, um, you know, have you seen that meme where it says, you know, we've got such and so at home. And then you get home. I was like, Bronson Reed is like, we have, um, I, mom, I want Jeff Cobb. And he goes, we have Jeff Cobb at home and it's Bronson Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is but true though. But I don't, I don't, I don't dislike him. I think that, um, I mean, he, ta- he doesn't talk bad. I mean, he's, he's, he's working his way into that spot. Um, but to me, he's, he occupies that same space mm-hmm. as Keith Lee does on their roster, that mm-hmm. same kind of person. And he ain't Keith Lee. No, <laughs> that's just, oh, no, that's no, 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 no. <laughs> so, but I mean, I don't hate it, but I, yeah. but I do, I like, I've always liked Damian Priest slash punishment Martinez. Oh, um, punishment. I didn't like the nickname, but I liked him and, um, he does look way better, man. He's in, he's in great shape, man. Oh, right. Yeah. Do I? Yeah. Ready for big things. Yeah, uh, and then after that, we get Aaliyah and Mercedes Martinez versus Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you get Robbie Stone trying to get Casey to join the Stone brand and ditch Caden Carter. They say no. She stomps on his uh, toes, and they were like, he just had his leg ran over like three weeks ago. And I'm like, so since when does... Your somebody stomping on your toes affect your legs. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But if but if if this was AEW, people would be screaming continuity, and it's funny. Yeah. So, well, yeah, kind of. It goes both ways. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, I'm and, not about it. It's. I and, think it's. I think the angle. I think it's falling flat on its face. I think they need to add some people to make it more. It is. Yeah. But man, uh, uh, Mar- Martinez is great. She's great. Oh yeah. Uh, Aliam. Aaliyah and Mercedes get the pinfall, and then uh, Rhea Ripley comes out, clears ring. I forget who joins her. Somebody came out. Oh, Shotzi came out, helped her clear yeah. the ring. And uh, another thing, too, I was listening while we have time. I was listening to uh, our, some of our old podcasts, and Pat's out here talking about how uh, Rhea Ripley's character, he didn't think her character was that good. <laughs> but we had but we had people on the show that are that are pirates, you know. I'm just 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 throwing that out. There. Yeah. Uh, her char- no, her character was good. It's not. Y- yes. Yeah. No. 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 Whatever, no yes. whatever it is, hey, is now she she needed she doesn't need to be a baby face. That's the thing. She needs to be a killer. Yeah. And and they and they they tried to portray, yeah. portray her as a they, heroic. But it, it, going us- up against Charlotte, it didn't. It wasn't going to happen, right? No. She needs yeah. to be a 
But I, I will say this about the Robert Stone brand. It reminds, it reminds me a little bit of like Bill Alfonso and ECW, you know? <laughs> well, but, he, but so he needs like, he needs like top people with him, right? Yeah. He needs yeah. to have big, he needs to have big like killers. And then he's the little, you know, coward yeah. manager. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. His people are getting over so bad that you want to punch him in the face. Right, yeah. right. Yes. But I, and they're not doing. I mean, they got Mercedes, but it, I would love to see Rhea Ripley and Mercedes Martinez be the yes. Robert Stone brand yeah. as as yes. bad guys. That yeah. would then work you, for me. Then you have something, right? Yeah. Uh, then we get a meh promo for the Garganos and how they're a power couple, and it's about screwing in a light bulb. Next time I climb a ladder, it's going to be for the NXT North American Title. I couldn't it, care less about Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, no. And then we get Timothy Thatcher giving us a lesson in Achilles tendon malipu- man- manipulation. manipulation. Uh, and then we get a list of things going on next week. Pat McAfee, Adam Cole, El Legado de Fantasma will face uh, Breezango and Swerve Scott, who came out to save Breezango. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gargano and Ridge Holland in a second chance qualifying match and Finn Balor versus a mystery opponent in a second chance qualifying match. Uh, and then we get Cameron Grimes versus Kushida versus a mystery opponent that happens to be the returning Velveteen Dream. The Dream. D-R-E-A-M. Uh, right. Who's now a heel? And who's now a heel in real life and, and in, <laughs> on television? Yeah. Well, Dwight, because you know real life stuff sells. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Cameron Grimes. People, there's a whole lot of other people who can't get on television. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Uh, uh, Cameron right. Grimes hitting the cave-in on Kushida as he has Velveteen Dream in a hoverboard mm-hmm. lock. Uh. Grimes pushes dreams out of the ring, covers Kushida, and wins the match. Yeah. Like Pat said, poor Kushida. Yeah. I know. I, I like Cameron Grimes. I liked him in Impact. Um, I like Trevor Lee. But um, I, I will say that, um, and I like his character here. I just, I, I just, first of all, I don't like triple threat matches anyway that aren't elimination matches. That's just yes. my own personal preference because I think it's just chaos. And it, it just, it always ends up being kooky. Like, why would it ever end because everybody would want to just keep everybody else from winning that's how in real life but you know the in this situation that's kind of how it ended so i can't hate it i just i like pat said too i i just i feel better i feel bad for kushida because i hope he's just in nxt to get paid because that's really all that's happening for him yeah yep Mm -hmm. uh and then after the match finn balor comes out and kind of stares down velveteen dream is Velveteen Dream the mystery opponent for Balor next week? I mean, you would assume That's what so? I was That's what I assume. Yeah. yeah. I wish, uh, yeah, so I don't mind seeing, it's like a double heel turn. Like, yeah. I don't get it. Because I thought, I thought that, I thought that, uh, that Balor was a heel in NXT, but apparently he's not. So. Yeah. So that kind of is how NXT went. Uh, mm-hmm. I think really the only other major big news is, from this week, from what I'm aware of, is Randy Orton uh, punting, I guess we could call it, mm-hmm. uh, the legendary Ric Flair and taking Ric Flair out. And it was just a weird scenario. Granted, Ric Flair is, you know, like 90 years <laughs> old and has been in the hospital for... Well, he, he said he was 73 or whatever, 70. Yeah. And yeah. That, but but um and then they turned the lights off so they didn't actually see the punt too, which yeah. was kind of strange. And he, he didn't take him down with an RKO or any sort of wrestling like move. It was here's a between the legs uppercut punch to the nuts, and I'm gonna lay you down yeah. slowly. Right. Yeah. It, it felt very like yeah. not Randy Orton, but very Randy Orton at the same time. Well, you know, actually, and that's actually perfect. You're right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I'm going to pitch you in the nuts and then slowly caress your body down and then punch you in the head. You're yeah. right. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, um, uh, again, it shows you that Ric Flair is the best promo of all time. Um, no mm-hmm. matter what. He'll yeah, face, it was good. Cry, happy. I mean, he is the best. He can pull whatever he needs to pull whenever he wants. 
um, mm-hmm. um, this angle, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, uh, I mean, I think obviously they're writing, they're, 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 they're writing Rick off the of TV, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back and like still like helps Orton win. And then that throws a, then Orton's all flabbergasted or something like, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. What I've heard the rumor is, is that it's going to lead to Charlotte against uh, Randy Orton in an intergender match. That's what I, that's no. the rumors that's going around. That's, that's not the rumors. It's going to be Randy Orton versus Charlotte. Yep, and I and I I don't know how that I feel about happen. that. I don't know how I feel about that, but um, hey, so we skipped right over. We're not going to talk about the impact results at all. I mean, come on, guys. If you want to, if you want to lead them, go for it, Dwight. Well, Eric Young defeated Willie Mack. Um, that was a good. Then we got a little Good Brothers promo. I'll do it fast. Yep. Let's uh, roll. Re- oh, Wrestle House. <laughs> Wrestle House. We're going to pretend that didn't happen, <laughs> um, and but it did. And so uh, I'm not going to talk about that anymore. Than that. Uh, then we had uh, Kimberly and Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace defeated Kimberly. I remember Kimberly uh, being a lot better than she is so far <laughs> in Impact. She's not bad, but um, I've seen on the Indies and she she looks a lot better. But anyway, it was a decent match. Uh, then we got Heath. You know, hashtag Heath for Impact. Uh, he has kids. On so, he has kids. Yeah, guys. he's got kids and he's a free agent, so he wants that to go down. Uh, then we had another. Uh, Katie Forbes and uh, RVD locker room talk with uh, I don't even talk about Madison Rain and that blah blah blah. I was about to say. Um, and um, looks like uh, so Trey Miguel stole uh, Suicide's mask from the locker room and puts it on, and then Moose gives uh, Suicide an invitation for the TNA World Heavyweight Title, and it's actually Trey Miguel. So does, does Trey have a shot at it? We don't know. Then we had the uh, the triple triple XL. Uh, Larry D um, <laughs> uh, defeated AC Romero with Cody Diener as the referee as part of Russell House, blah, blah, blah. Deanna Perrazzo's coming out. She's going to, uh, we're going to have for the great emergence, she's going to go against, give that rematch to Jordan Grace. And then um, I'm, I'm, they're building up to the Motor City Machine Guns against the North again. God, I can't wait till that happens. Um, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles against Havoc and Nevaeh in a no dish DQ match. Um, Kira and Tasha go over. Um, and then let's see. The Good Brothers are mad um, because uh, Ace got, remember, they got him arrested, got, got him arrested last week. And so they're going to go out of the ring and they're not leaving until Madman Fulton Ace Austin get out there. Uh, then EC3 is playing around with Moose, Suicide with Dez and Wentz. Uh, versus, I mean, sorry, Suicide sure. against Dez with Wentz. It's an end of a no contest. Um, so blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go to skip to the end. And we had the Eddie Edwards against Brian Myers for the Impact World Championship. How about Brian Myers? How about that? Um, you go from having the longest losing streak in the history of wrestling to wrestling to... for a world for wrestling for a world title. How about that? But he lost. But <laughs> so it, it was a good match. Right out the gate. No, it, yeah, it was. it was a good match. It was a good match. So but anyway, keep watching Impact Wrestling, and then I'm loving Impact in '60 which is um, where they show replays of older matches and they did tag teams this week to yeah. continue that theme, which is awesome. So we got, we have to see some really good matches like the aforementioned generation me slash young bucks yeah. uh, versus motor city machine guns, which was a classic. Dude. Loved it. So anyway, that's impact for this week. Yeah. Uh, something else I've totally forgot about uh, because I chose to forget about it was raw underground continued to be a thing. Uh, it was better. It was better. I it mean, was it better. Good. But it we also good. But it was better. Uh, yeah. yeah. But we also had a guy basically grab another guy by his dick and just walk him around the ring before like power slamming him. There was no flip this time. I was surprised. Yeah. No flip. Yeah, but why did I don't get it? Why didn't the little guy grab the big guy in a wiener, man? That's what ha- that's the move, right? The big guy doesn't grab the little guy's wiener. We're, and we're also forgetting about um, retribution. So my thing is this. So. We have a show that starts off in the first 28 minutes, I think me and Dwight timed out, you had one match, you know what I'm saying? Or you had about 15 minutes before you even got into a match. Wasn't even really a match. It well, 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 yeah. well, yeah, it wasn't a match. So they, so they brutally beat... Um, uh, Dominic uh, Mysterio, say his name right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dom- <laughs> Dominic, <laughs> Dominic Guerrero. Um, <laughs> and, 
and and they really beat him into a pulp, which which is great. You know, that, that that's fine. You know what I'm saying? And then later mm-hmm. on in the show, they have Randy Orton punt um you know uh punt flair. Mm-hmm. You know, so two two you know, hardcore, you know, uh, you know, pulling on your heartstrings type moments. And then we just have ret- retribution running around doing God knows what and turning lights off. Yeah. And then, and I, I, I didn't think about this until like I told the other day when I, when I was watching. So I remember we said, and everybody saying that like the people out there, uh, um, you know, the people out there in the retribution costumes, you know, said wrestlers aren't the actual wrestlers, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they like, are stand-ins well, until they pick a an official well, people and, to become. And that's the thing, and that's the thing, and I I didn't think about that for you know for whatever reason. I was like, well, well, that makes me care less. You know, WWE is they'll care about retribution for another two weeks, and then we'll never hear from them again. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, so they don't need they don't even know who in the hell they want in this thing. You know what I'm saying? And w- which Dwight, remember I popped you a couple weeks ago, like so they're we're booking it out in October. You know, because by that time we'll have time to book it. Like right. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, not not understand that, but that it's gonna that's gonna be happening. Hey, uh, how about New Japan Cup USA? You want me to uh, tell you what happened there too? I was just about to mention that. Uh, if you want okay. to take it, go for it, Dwight. All right. So we had the first round. We had the opening round for New Japan Cup USA. Obviously, I do believe that's a single elimination format. So, um, the in the opening night we had Kenta. Uh, defeating Carl Fredericks from the uh, L.A. Dojo. Um, got him with a go to sleep. Then we had Jeff Cobb taking out Tonga Loa because we can't have G.O.D. Uh, going against each other eventually. But anyway, so um, it was a pretty short match. Toward the Islands, you know, he, he wins. Then David Finley defeated Chase Owens in a surprisingly good match. Yeah. Not really yeah. surprisingly. Both those guys, well, work. They're, they're good workers. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, and then uh, Tamatonga defeated Brody King. So all those Brody King haters out there, we know who you are. Um, you got your wish, and uh, Tamatonga took him out. Although his new look, I don't know about that, man. Uh, he's he's looking – I'm noticing the group chat, and we were talking about him. I think he kind of looks a little bit like the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea. <laughs> <laughs> So Who I had on my worst gimmicks, you know, worst gimmicks and uh, and uh, 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 ring music. But go ahead. Yeah, it's it's they were pretty short matches, um, and and good. I mean, they were easy to easy to easy to watch, decent matches. Um, uh, out of, although the the Jeff Cobb versus Tongaloa match went like you would expect a Jeff Cobb versus Tongaloa match to go. Um, and so that brings up our the semifinals next week: Jeff Cobb versus Kenta. Tamatonga versus David Finley. So everybody has still got Kenta on your on your uh, bracket. You're in good shape. I still have show, guys. <laughs> I still have show. You're counting show out. Oh, <laughs> see how that went. We see how that went for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, apparently, Jeff Cobb is signed somewhere else that is not New Japan, but he will not announce it. Okay. Or is yeah, signed said, somewhere uh, and will not announce it. Does not necessarily rule out New Japan. Well, on his Twitter, he said he's waiting for the contract to arrive from the Orlando Magic. <laughs> that's what he said. So, <laughs> sounds like that sounds like a probably 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 a work. I'm just gonna guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you guys have any other wrestling news that is either from this week or? <sighs> yeah. yeah, I do. I do. Um, r- let me just say that if you're not on wrestling Twitter, save yourself the trouble and don't get on it ever. Okay. Because it is, it is the one of the most toxic things ever. I, and um, you, you can't really do what we do and express opinions and talk about them normally because people go bonkers to the nth degree. Um, Twitter so has I, given people the right to bitch, moan, and complain about every little thing and if your opinion doesn't match theirs they you know randomly spout off at you and you're like what did i do wrong for having an opinion i I basically got called a white supremacist bigot today (laughs) because i dared to say that that um becky lynch was not a bigger star than john cena How, how dare you dwight and i'm like i didn't think that was controversial i know oh, let me- that, i know that jim Cornette got some people worked up about that but it's like, look, how did you comparing you, two white people 
Let me um, get you called a white supremacist. Uh, man, I don't know, dude. I, that's let, Twitter. Hello, Twitter. That's what it is. Let, let, let me clear my name. Um, that was sarcasm. Just throwing it out there. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's. I hope. I don't know, but it was like. Well, <laughs> well, someone said there. You know, he said there hasn't been a big star in WWE since John Cena, and someone said, but you know, Becky Lynch begs to differ. I went no. I mean, Becky Lynch, yeah, that, I mean, that was a good run for a year, year and a half, but, she, but, but that ain't she John was on Cena. A, she, she, was, was on a, she was on a heater. Yeah. She's right. not, she's not the franchise. Um, she was that's, a hot that's, flash in the pan yeah. for a year, and she was yeah, hot, yeah. and everybody loved her, but she was not at John Cena level. No. Well, no, and in, even if she was, she wasn't for it as long as John Cena was. And yeah. also, I did, I did give her credit because I mean, it was yeah. a little more organic. Cena was way more manufactured, but yeah. The, but but the whole point was, you know, Cornette was got controversy because he basically was saying that she got pregnant and she was the top top draw and all that stuff or whatever. And that, that was controversy, and it is. But you know, the thing is, if you take away the the feels part of it and go. Yeah, but it's pretty unfortunate that you're in the prime of could possibly be the only huge run at the top that you ever get. Yeah. I mean, he he's not wrong. And yes, he's a jerk. But, yeah. you know, it's like I could see where he's coming from. But people just went uh, they just went nuclear with it. Mm -hmm. And and so it was like, you know, I, I, I understood it. but I'm like, yes, you can't talk rationally about anything. Yeah. So I just no. gave up. That's why I try to avoid uh, wrestling Twitter because it is. Oh, that, I don't get on. Well, I, I'm already in, in the minority anyway about wrestling. So and I'm old school. <laughs> so there's no there's no point of me being on it anyway. Yeah, yeah I just, you know, Jeff, yeah. I'm, I'm not good. I'm not white supremacist, by the way, just to clear. Oh, I, 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 <laughs> I mean, I mean, I. I, I thought I knew that, Dwight, but thank you for thank, Dwight, thank if you, you actually were, we may have to consider you being on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, some some, uh, du some douche on Twitter begs to differ, though. I guess. Uh, Dwight, I, 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 I thought you weren't, but but thank you for doing me a solid. You know All right, man. Just, you know, just to, just to put that out there. Whatever. <laughs> Let's see. What we got coming up, man? We uh, got we, we got no AEW next week because it's going to be on Saturday because of the NBA. Yeah. Uh, so we got so uh, it looks like NXT is trying to stack their card next week. Yeah. Um, because they're going unopposed. It's not a bad idea. I do the same nope. thing. Yeah. Um, and then because uh, it's so it's almost going to be like a pay per view really next. Yeah. If you think about it. So and then the week after that is thirty and SummerSlam, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Twenty third. So yeah. So that yeah. week that's that's so uh, we got some exciting stuff coming up hopefully they do something with it yeah. um and i like the fact that AEW is kind of playing into the fact that they're getting preempted by the nba and going uh no this is gonna we're gonna make it a big deal when we have these saturday shows and make it like a pay-per-view pay for free yeah i like that so mm -hmm. um we'll see because um you know we're gonna watch either way because that's what we do but yeah uh and then we'll complain about it on here yeah uh i had something i was gonna say and I totally forgot. Uh, referee's discretion. Hulk Hogan's birthday was this week? Yeah, it was. Uh, referee's discretion uh, was late this week. I'm not sure if it actually got out. Cod uh, Sinclair, our personal referee, had some technical issues and was unable to get it out on Sunday at the uh, normal time. It should be out again this Sunday, hopefully. Uh, and the episode that was supposed to be previous sunday should be out by now i haven't checked yeah i heard a i heard a tokyo a tokyo pimp came in his house and smashed his phone that's what i heard yeah I that's know. what i heard too <laughs> i mean if you can't unless you have video evidence which i don't think any of us are wwe and have cameras in everybody's home yeah I uh know. i i that's what i'm believing I, or that's what I, I, Man. Or uh, AEW with cameras and cars. <laughs> Listen, you don't destroy Sue's car. No, also, uh, Pride and Powerful took Sue's clothes and put it under the shower and poured a ton of bleach on it. Oh, God, what about they? That it was bleach. That's what it was. He thought it. That's all his stuff's ruined. Oh my gosh, Proud yeah. and Powerful. It's like a New, new Japan yeah. and AEW came into Ryan's place and just ransacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. No holds bar. He's, they're both disqualified, by the way, because he's a referee. I don't know if you know yeah. that. He's thrown both of them out of his house by this point. 
her out of here. You gotta you gotta do the whole like wind up and then toss him. <laughs> there we go. Well, hey, Ryan. that was for you, Ryan. That was for you. <laughs> that was for you, Ryan. Uh, I don't have anything. Do you guys have anything? Yeah, man. Hey, Whiskey Tango 6, August 21st, Abilicon Smokehouse in Fredericksburg. Come on, see us. Rock and roll. It's outside, so you can do distance and do all that. And if you don't want to, you can't come. I mean, you don't come. That's fine. I don't hate anybody if they don't come. But if you want to, you can. Will you be playing Freebird? And I'm not bad for, and I'm not a bad person for playing rock and roll out outdoors. Sorry. Will you play Freebird? <laughs> no, we will not. But there may be something else there. Uh, if you come, if you come, I'll play Freebird solo. How about that? <laughs> I'll take it. Ooh. <laughs> I will take it. Uh, Jeff, do you have anything? Uh, no. Um, just again, support wrestling. Everybody, stop being such assholes. I mean, I know that's a hard concept, but. Um, I don't know. Just look at somebody else's opinion for once, for the love of who knows. And, it, and, it, and it's okay if it's different than yours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't uh, make them a bad person. I know this is on short notice, uh, but will you play Judas or Soulshine? Judas by Fozzie, Soulshine by I forget who. <laughs> oh, is that Soulshine by the Almond Brothers or by yes. Government Mule? Yes, okay. Government Mule. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you. My dad yeah, will. Sure. What? One of the two. One of the two will happen for you. Uh, my dad's favorite song is Soul Shine, and if you play it, he will come. Okay, I'm going to have to learn it really quick. It's not that hard. It's blues. So, yeah. you know. is, the, is, is, is the man in the box on the on the docket? You know it is. Okay, that's, that, that's all I need to know. Yep. Yeah, uh, it is, baby. With that being said, please like, share, subscribe, comment, uh, like our Instagram, no, Twitter. YouTube comments nice no mean comments yes let's keep our comments nice uh let's have respectful and positive uh talking with each other that's that's right uh with that I say let's put it at 10 let's work our way back we've been PWO we'll see you next time we're out of here